Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villains Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on thebuildsman.com. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it, and while you're at it, tell your friends tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out for nerds by nerds production hey nerdos welcome back to the four nerds by nerds podcast Josh and Ben back at it again. We are joined today by some very fun and interesting new friends. We're joined by Lance and Chris from the Comic Book Keepers podcast. How we doing, boys? Hey, doing how's it going? Good. Thanks for having us. Thanks, oh, for, thanks having for coming us. on. We're here to talk about something. It's been, uh, in... No, go for it. I was going to say, it's been in the making for, what, like two months now? <laughs> finally, yeah, at least. Finally got the schedules <laughs> to work out. Yeah, we wanted to do this back in like Thanksgiving time. <laughs> Lord, yeah, 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 yeah. A long time. Yeah, we had the idea that we would talk about uh, Doctor Strange two and all the the possibilities that will expand the MCU from there, because um, there's so many rumors of all the different characters that are going to be in, and a lot of confirmed characters already, and just even just from the name alone, where something like that will open the whole universe up to. Um, but before we get into that, why don't you give us, I'll give all our listeners a rundown of your show if, if they haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. Sure. So what uh, we, we both do a show called comic book keepers. We started last year during quarantine. It's kind of like, Hey, we should, we should start talking about comic books and record it. And yeah, our, our quarantine baby was this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and we actually haven't recorded an episode uh, with each other in person. It's, it's all been over, um, you know, like distance. So, uh, but we're looking forward to that when that eventually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, our podcast is essentially um, a conversation podcast where we talk about one character villain or group or ensemble piece, uh, one comic at a time. We cover all publishers, all, um, you know, all different characters, from you know golden age to more recent stuff and we've only done 15 episodes but we post every two weeks on on wednesdays and uh it's we've gotten some good good buzz i guess uh from from people that are listening and they they seem to like it and we cover uh, how the comic got started uh, who the creators are uh what the history of the comic book character is or characters uh what their powers are stuff like that um any adaptations in in media and then we do a fun segment called the what if where we kind of take a a concept or an idea from that comic and and twist it and sort of uh take it 
you know, what if this thing was different or what if this character was different or how could you cast this, this group? So we're having a lot of fun with it and uh, we hope to keep, keep going with a lot more characters. Yeah. And we have, we've had some, some fun stuff happen for us. I, we uh, were able to interview Colin Bunn, who's like one of my favorite comic book writers. So I think uh, I might've just made this podcast just so I could do that. And then we're just like, yeah, let's just keep going after that. Let's see who else we can, we can meet along the way. Yeah. We have goals like that. Yeah. It's always cool when you can get, get somebody that you're, you're like, actually not that every guest isn't someone you're excited to talk to, but someone that you're like, Holy shit. Like I know this, like I I know this person's work. Like I'm a, I'm not, I'm not just like someone I can be friendly with. Like I'm a fan of this person. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Someone you have a hard time speaking in front of. Yeah. One of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to like do some prep before you even talk to them. You're like, okay, don't sound like a crazy person when you talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you, how do you guys I usually just avoid the topics? It. <laughs> uh, we, we have a, a gigantic, top- yeah, we have a gigantic list that uh, we pretty much just, uh, we try to separate it between like, we'll do a hero, then we want to switch it up and do a villain. Um, we try not to do the same publisher back to back. So we want to have a lot of variety, throw in like a team piece or an ensemble comic like Chris talked about. But we we just don't want to do the same thing back to back is pretty much our go to. Uh, and then once we 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 ended up recording how many episodes before we even started, Chris, like uh, seven, about six. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, like six or seven. So we recorded those before we had even released them. And then once those came out. People were like, well, you should do this character or that character. And so we basically just been adding those to the list. And once we do them, we're probably going to give whoever requested them a shout out in the episode. So do you have a, a favorite episode so far that you've done? Ooh, you want to take that? Uh, <laughs> I, I like I mean, our Scott Pilgrim episode. Uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. Just just kind of nerding out about the movie and the comic and and. Uh, the uh, all of the different characters and and video games and music in general and and uh, it, it it's kind of it's a little bit different from a comic you know superhero genre but uh, it was a fun episode to record for sure um, I also liked uh, when we talked about um, uh, Ninja Turtles just the very first one that we did <laughs> I think I think it was one of those things Hell like yeah. I I've been in that was like my first book and I I you know, been into it for so long and just to kind of like cathartically get it all out. Like, this is how much I love it. Raphael, you know, like, and, uh, was, was, was good. And it just sort of got the ball rolling. It's like a plug was unplugged. And, um, so now, now it's, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. For me, it's probably, I think uh, was my first comic book. Nice. Yeah. Me too. Uh-huh. <laughs> my first comic was Spider-Man and one of my favorite episodes we've done so far is Spider-Man. Uh, that was, uh, just that introduction, like a Todd McFarlane cover was like the first one I got. I think it was Spider-Man issue six. It was like a crazy hobgoblin on the cover and it freaked me out and I loved it. So uh decided I think I might like comics. So that was a fun one to record. And then surprisingly, uh, Cheetah was really fun to record. Yeah. I, I literally knew nothing. About, I, I knew she was a woman and then she became a cheetah person. That's pretty she much all I had going into the episode. Yeah. And uh, her backstory yeah. is super interesting. 
and her creators are wild. So I had more fun talking probably about her creators than the character herself. Yeah, the, the Cheetah nice. one was really cool. Uh, I, I loved getting more into Black Widow and, and reading some of her storylines because I've always wanted to and it just kind of never really knew where to start. So something that the show has done is forced us to kind of research and get more into like the history of certain characters like Taskmaster, you know, um, we didn't know anything about Taskmaster and we, we read one of his uh, limited series and it, it's some, it's one of the best things I've, I've read in the last couple of years. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. So just little things like that, little surprises that we find along the way. So I, I like those characters. I know nothing about that. We jump into and then we find great things. Yeah, and you've picked something that you you your show will never have to end. <laughs> like you're never gonna run out of characters, <laughs> especially if you're you using every pick every the ones we want. <laughs> that's that's why we went bi-weekly because we're like we'll burn ourselves out pretty quick if we do it weekly. So give ourselves a little room. Yeah. Well, it takes and it takes. You know, we we're not reading a little comic from from one one character because some characters like Spider Man they have like. 60 plus years or you know even cheetah came out in the 30s or whatever so like it, it it's more of like we have to do some research we have to you know look at different sources some sometimes we are reading through a couple of popular uh story arcs or something like that but it yeah if we did it every week it would be a little bit more off the cuff without as much research so i think i think with the two-week thing it was just trying to give ourselves a little bit more of a buffer to to you know, do these characters justice and research more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always better not to, to half-ass it. One Lance give us a rundown of, of uh, how this whole thing came about and exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So we, we basically obviously met on Twitter, uh, got to talking about just the MCU in general uh, and then realized how crazy the MCU is about to be. So we decided we, one, wanted to talk about Multiverse of Madness and what that's going to mean for the entire MCU moving forward, uh, but also wanting to get into all the different characters or plot lines that could be introduced following that, uh, just because we're, we're going into a time where we're, we're a week away from WandaVision coming out, which is going to tell us a lot, but we're to the point now where the MCU is going to get no pun intended. Pretty strange. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like fate that our episode did get delayed because now this will, yeah, this will be outright for the premiere of WandaVision, which uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people are speculating that the madness that will be happening in Doctor Strange 2 will be directly related to whatever dimension or 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 dimensional uh, manipulation that wanda is doing to try to resurrect the vision um so we could see yeah like the whole multiverse crack open or you know uh what are, what are your initial thoughts on on what we could see because i mean clearly all the talks of spider-verse and the the numerous characters that have been teased and announced and and, and rumored for dr strange too how, how do you think do, this is going to happen are, are we going to you seeing portals cracking open left and right or are people just going to appear what 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 is your speculation on what what's going to happen so my my initial thought is that with because kevin feige uh during 
the announcements for all the upcoming slate, he had mentioned that WandaVision will directly tie into Multiverse of Madness. And within the comics, we know during House of M, basically Wanda, because of the loss of Vision and pretty much the, the nightmare that is among like the mutant community at the time, she mentally breaks and alters reality and causes a whole bunch of stuff to happen and no more mutants, which was a whole other storyline. Yeah, no more mutants. Yeah. And something that could be pretty interesting is we like we started seeing how powerful Wanda is in Endgame because she literally like took on Thanos on her own and he had to call down Hellfire to even try and stop her. So you you got a glimpse of what she's capable of, but she can literally bend reality. So she's going to try and basically break the world to bring Vision back, which is going to cause probably a crack in reality. And then that's kind of where Doctor Strange will have to jump in and try and mend things and fix things back together. And the fun thing that we know is that America Chavez is supposed to be coming during uh, in Multiverse of Madness, and she literally like punches portals to alternate realities. So there's a couple different things that we could be seeing. Yeah, for some, I want to I want to see some trippy Doctor Strange, like '70s Doctor Strange falling through psychedelic portals. Kind of like we get, we got a little bit of that in the first one, but I mean more literal. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go fight Nightmare in Hell, so I'm gonna fall through this. Yes. You know trippy ass pit of monsters and everything else. like i want to see some real shit in this movie <laughs> i'm a total doctor strange noob though the, the only experience i've had with him is the movie it, well, if it's done right it should just be like a roller coaster of of madness and multicolored magic mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i don't want any just, of just think uh, like nick Cage <laughs> like 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 in the second uh, Ghost Rider movie. Yeah, no, none of that. I don't want that. <laughs> no, kind of I think we're past that. Time. I like, hope uh, so. Gosh. No, I think I, I think you touched on something with with Nightmare too, because that he's one of the big villains for Doctor Strange, and I, I don't know if it's confirmed that he's going to be in it, but I could totally see him doing stuff with manipulating reality and um, you know putting putting Strange or or manipulating Wanda to to make all these different visions of of alternate realities that either haven't happened or futures that could be potentially bad and maybe even tie into the what if series like showing things that you know could be or could could have been um so that that's where i think you're going to have little cameos and stuff from different multiverses and and where people like miles morales or or other people that uh, maybe even the x-men that should have been here before but haven't been and then they get pulled from different universes we're gonna get the opposite of no more mutants where she's just gonna say (laughs) bring on the mutants (laughs) yeah i'm wondering like like this could also cause a very slippery slope of not ruining but kind of uh maybe like leaving a bad taste in the mouth of marvel fans because they could just wind up doing something like where all this happens and now like a lot of TV shows have done this and like now we're back, but things are just a little, you're going to find out things are just a little different and it'll be like, Oh, the X-Men are, have just always been here. Like, I don't really want to see anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want them yeah. to be like, we fixed it, but just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. There's the, that's the hard thing because the X-Men like 
not X-Men Origins, but X-Men Origins story in general is very much tied to the time period which it came out in. So if you were to say like, oh, there something happened and people were altered and starting now there are mutants, it's it doesn't match what you would have been reading for decades, essentially. So it's it's a hard, like a hard line to cross because you're trying to figure out, are they just going to uh, come from another alternate reality? Are they going to merge worlds together? Because uh, like, it, it's that balancing act that I, because Kevin Feige has been so hesitant to bring in mutants, it makes me f- feel confident or at least a little confident that they have an idea of how to do it correctly. Cause you're right. It, it could go very wrong and the MCU could, could hit a sour note. Well, I was very shocked by the announcement of fantastic four so soon too, because I figured that they were holding off on both of those properties and like waiting for the herd to thin out a little more because they just lost Robert Downey Jr. And, and Chris Evans, their two biggest stars are gone. And I feel like that's why, like, they got these things but didn't immediately rush to do them. They're like, we got to wait till things start getting a little rough, and then we'll be like, look, you can still love us. We got the X Men. We got these Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four you've never yeah. seen done right. Like, don't worry, don't lose faith in us. Jeez. Like, you know, if Shang Chi winds up bombing or something like that, they're gonna be like, oh no, 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 don't just forget about that one. We got X Men. You want solo Wolverine movies? <laughs> Here's six more Wolverine movies. Well, I think that's why they announced. <laughs> Do you have they, a? They, they announced Fantastic Four kind of as a bookend to this Phase Four, as you know, hey, we're gonna put out some stuff, some some storyline heavy things like like WandaVision and and uh, Thor and and Shang Chi and and even like some of the TV stuff, you know, just to lay in all those little, you know, superhero on the street kind of stories, and then and then we're gonna get into the a big you know, fan favorite kind of thing. If they can nail, if they can do fantastic Four right, which has not been done, um, then I think that's going to win over a lot of people for sure. Absolutely. It's it. Here's, here's a question I'll pose to everybody. Do you think, so Avengers tower got bought out, right? Do you think Avengers tower is going to become the Baxter building or Oscorp? (laughs) I was thinking it would become Oscorp. But the only reason I guess it wouldn't is because like that's a, a Sony character. So they don't want to, they don't wanna give any real estate up just in case the Sony deal goes south again. It'd be great if it became the Baxter building and give us a, a home space for yeah. what's coming next. Yeah. The Baxter building makes, makes more sense from a continuity standpoint. Cause then, you know, they could find things and read could, you know, find things that Tony Stark made in the past and then kind of change it. Oh, I'm, I, I gave this an arc reactor and now it's a flying car. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. My, Thanks. my big thing about them just kind of like popping up and, you know, like, especially it kind of seems like, like the X-Men would have to come from a different dimension, but it really poses the question, like, how do you write that in a way where it's like, why would they leave their dimension? Like, why yeah. would they, and how, mm-hmm. how would mute new mutants start popping up on earth? And like, like you said, like they could just do it now. They could just do some story where the radiation from all the numerous snaps that took place on earth caused, caused mutation in people, but 
then yeah, the timeline of the characters, the older characters doesn't really make sense. Wolverine wouldn't be old. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about making Magneto and Professor Xavier African-American and have them just be from the time, like instead of World War II and the Holocaust, the, the war they were fighting was like the civil rights movement. Um, hmm. And then you still have that like allegory between like the mistreatment of African-Americans and like the mistreatment of mutants. So you can still relate it there just kind of like they did with, with uh, Jewish people or like uh, pretty much everybody throughout the years, anybody who's been downtrodden, you know, or, or, or beaten down by the system, they, they always relate to the mutant kind. So. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. One I just of, don't know how of... they'd be like, like they're from another dimension. Like they just left. Like, I, I guess you'd have to say it was like dying or like, they fucked up and their world was exploding or something. <laughs> well, they could pull a, mm-hmm. a, they could do a DC and do what they did on crisis and just say, those earths are being destroyed yeah. and then merge mm-hmm. all these entities into one earth. I mean, that's, yeah, that's or, basically or, what they did. Timelines. Kind of a, yeah. It's kind of a weird way of doing it, but I mean, something's going to be destroying realities. Yeah. There's always been a lot of talks of bringing the fantastic four and through time travel. Like there's always been these rumors and scripts and stuff for them being like making a a Fantastic Four movie set in the '60s, mm. and then ha- at the end having them brought to the present day. I just don't really see like a necessity for that. But I mean, I guess that could work. Yeah, that's one way of explaining their entrance into the mm-hmm. the whole universe. One one thing that I was but I mean, I, of- I guess you could have people fall through pockets in you know, multiverse of madness and then once all said and done they can't really get back or something yeah, yeah. one one thing that i was thinking it. of as far as like a fantastic four origin is just because they've we we have this introduction of if you go into the quantum realm you definitely change uh is what if rather than going into space the fantastic four was really about studying quantum realm they get stuck there for a period of time so you don't have to worry about whatever age they are. And then in theirs where they get their powers, because we already saw that the original wasp that went into the quantum realm came out very different. Did yeah, she come out true. with powers? Well, yeah. She like, she like healed ghost. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. She had like and absorbed she, quantum energy. Yeah. And the, something strange that she said, um, it basically at the time I thought, is this how they're going to introduce mutants? Because she when she came out she's like when you go in there you come out different you come out changed like she had very strange wording and i was like this isn't throwaway there there's something here and then we also see that there's like a that tiny little city in the quantum realm so you don't really even know what that's all about yet either so what if the fantastic four literally built uh, an entire city within the quantum realm yeah, that's a that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, and we know from <laughs> the from the Ant Man movie they they've cast Kang the Conqueror and Kang, you know, his he has a kingdom throughout time and different timelines. So we're we're definitely going to deal with some kind of quantum realm shenanigans and time shenanigans and and between the two of those, I think they could probably justify some sort of hey, here's here's these mutants from a different timeline you know, that already have their powers and, you know, and it, whether it's Scarlet, or Scarlet Witch, uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch or, or King the Conqueror or somebody that has this like time manipulation power um, or reality manipulation power, then 
that's that's where you're going to start seeing these things change. Well, they could also with Fantastic Four, they could use the quantum zone to introduce the negative zone. Yeah, because they talk mm-hmm. about um, don't get stuck in a time vortex, and they could just yeah, use that right. to say that is like a gateway to the negative zone. That's true. I hadn't even thought of that. So I guess I yeah, you could do like a '60s movie where they like accidentally get stuck in there at the end. They're and then, like maybe when when Ant Man came out, it spit them out somewhere else, but they had no idea where it was going on. That'd be a good tie-in. That's write that's this the down. thing about. <laughs> yeah, send it. Send it off. Make it write happen. A screenplay on this. This sounds great. I want to see the the dartboard in the MCU offices where they're like, okay, well, how are we gonna do this? <laughs> Throw a dart, and they're like, okay, quantum realm, negative zone, <laughs> mutants in a timeline. Cool, cool. Yeah. At this point, they're doing the dartboard for random new characters. They're just like, all right, which first appearance book do we want to make super expensive now? And just throw it at the wall. Because as soon as any characters announce their their first appearance book, skyrockets. And do you have anybody in mind that's, that hasn't been announced that you, you want to see? Oof. Dumped into Gosh. this uh, multiverse of madness? Multiverse of madness. I, I want to see Ghost Rider come in so much. <laughs> I want like an amazing cinematic Ghost Rider, um, and right now, like, because uh, supposedly uh, Keanu Reeves is in talk to play one of a certain number of characters. Like, there's rumors that he's potentially playing Ghost Rider. There's, uh, oh, what was the other one? There's potentially Silver Adam Surfer. Warlock. There's Adam Warlock. There, there's so many different Namor. options they could go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> name more. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different options you can go, but I think I think Ghost Rider is probably one of my top choices for showing up in the MCU. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors that he will be in Doctor Strange, and I thought I thought it had been confirmed, but I went back and looked, and I guess that, that's not true. Um, but I mean, hopefully, I would yeah. I would love to see some sort of tease at at the eventual coming of Galactus and the Silver Surfer. Yep. Yes. Ooh. Absolutely. That's a big one. So today I read uh, that, what did I say, Man-Thing? Man-Thing might make an appearance in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I'm not quite sure if that's 100%, but that was the okay. news I saw. That was the only thing I saw today on it. There, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this just because they've they've confirmed so many different characters. So with we, we could have Doctor Strange somehow being able to go between like different realities some way. Or it's going to involve America Chavez kind of doing these sequences where she's like punching through and making these portals. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more of these like quick images of different characters that they can do things with later. But I I have a feeling we're going to get a sequence where we see a lot of stuff. We're probably just going to set up all the new movies that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. So here, oh, this we're doing this movie, so we're going to throw the Eternals in there. Oh, we're doing this movie, so we're going to throw Black Widow in there. They're just going to show you snippets of everything that's coming out in the next ten years. Yeah, it's just their screen test. It's just like, do people like the way that looks in the quick clip or not? And if they do complain, you can say. Oh well, it was just because we were moving so fast, you didn't get to see what it will actually look like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't be, I won't be surprised at all if he like falls through a tunnel and you see Wolverine and Blade and and you know the Fantastic Four and <laughs> Silver Surfer and a whole bunch. You know, yeah, like you said, just clip. You know, just teases. Because I mean, 
that's another thing when it comes to the X-Men. I won't be surprised if we get a solo Wolverine movie before we get an X-Men movie, even if it's just a, uh, if it's like a Wolverine versus Hulk movie. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we got that before we got a full-on X-Men movie. I just, it, it's so sad that we never got our Wolverine Deadpool movie, even with how much Hugh Jackman yeah. and Ryan Reynolds go at each other. Man. Well, he's going to be in the, Deadpool's going to be in multiverse, I think. Right? He, I don't know if he's confirmed for multiverse. They, they confirmed they that he's, he's going Spider-Man to. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I've oh, heard he that too. Yeah. He's, he's going to pop up. in one of them. So, yeah. There's, oh man, there's just so much stuff that Ryan Reynolds could pull off in the MCU. That'd be so much fun. It's, it's like one of those balance things though, because you can't have him do too much because then it kind of takes away from like the the tone that they've set for the entire MCU. But if you just have like one property, obviously his movies where he can just kind of go all out and it's not complete. It is tied in, but it's not like in a main MCU film. You could do a lot of stuff with that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they did that with like blade too. Cause like I'm sure Deadpool three will be released under like when they bought Fox, they've now changed the name to just 20th century films. Mm-hmm. So I assume that they'll still release Deadpool 3 as a rated R movie just under that instead of under the Marvel bandwagon. Even if he appears in other movies and they find ways to not like cut down his violence or cut out his language or whatever. I would like to see them do that with Blade as well. Like don't I would I don't want them to downplay that movie. Like if it needs to be rated R, go ahead and just pop it over to the 20th century films and let's see a, see the character live up to his full potential. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's time I for a new Blade movie. The, Definitely, it's true. And Mahershala Ali is phenomenal. So that movie is going to be mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, you and you know it. It's going to be extra good because Mahershala is the one that called Kevin Feige to say, "I want to be Blade." Yeah, he he is great, and he is. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen him be bad in a single thing he's been in, and he's really blown up over the last couple of years. So yeah. I'm all for yep. it. Well, I think from a from a cos- here, cosmic standpoint. The, with the Eternals, you know, there, there's a whole other aspect of this. Like we have this, the underground stuff with Blade and, you know, Ghost Rider and things that they might do with that. But then like there's the cosmos, cosmic aspect. Like if they bring in Adam Warlock and then the third Guardians movie might open up something with Nova and, um, and that's where you might start having, you know, things like Silver Surfer. That that's 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 a I think you, somebody mentioned that that was the big one that I was like I, I'm surprised they haven't done anything with Silver Surfer yet uh, as an as an established character, but uh, I'm I, I would be yeah I really I really like Silver Surfer yeah and some of these some of these Earthbound characters going into a cosmic setting or uh, doing something with that like is going to be really fun yeah yeah I can't I can't I'm I'm still. Uh, enthusiastic for the MCU. I, I really hope, like I said, I really hope they don't go with the way where where it just kind of is like a what, and then you're just left hanging for a little while. <laughs> it's always the fear when when there's gaps between films. But I mean, I, I did a I did a show last night where I said I I trust Marvel a lot more because they don't really have a track record of like divisive movies like even Star Wars, who's owned by the same company. They have a they have a pretty steady track record now of of being a little hit and miss. So, I mean, even the bad Marvel movies are still pretty good. So, I mean, if anyone's mm-hmm. going to be able to pull it off, it's going to be them. Well, we, It'll we be have really a, interesting yeah. to see what they do with, with TV. I mean, like like Lance said, you know, like 
when we all watch uh wandavision and loki i think is after that in may and and or, or falcon and winter soldier i think might be before that so we have we're gonna have a couple months of solid mcu related content through tv before we get our first movie um later this year so that that's and when we eventually do get black widow that's where it's going to start setting the tone of okay this is this is the big picture we're going to like at some point they're going to say this is the next thanos so this is the next um you know big bad or or cosmic whatever if it's galactus if it's kang the conqueror you know something this year might set the seed of of what the next big thing is bring doom i want yeah dr doom (laughs) yeah i wouldn't mind if the if the next big bad guy is is more of a like earthbound character like like a dr doom but i mean i think everyone's assuming it's going to be galactus so yeah (laughs) it's it's gonna be interesting some people said norman osborn might be the big one, but I think he's so tied to Spider-Man. It, it would be hard to pull that off. Yeah. It'd be cool to see though. Mm-hmm. I'd like a, I, a just dark did, Avengers movie. Yeah. We just uh, did an yes. episode on dark Avengers and talked about that and how it, it could kind of fall into the MCU pretty easily at this point. You know, if they they've set up secret invasion, they're going to have a show about it. And you know, if Norman Osborn following the comic storyline is the one that actually makes the kill shot of the, the scroll queen. And, you know, then you have this whole thing with dark Avengers, which, you know, it's a whole side of Norman Osborn that people haven't seen before. So at least from the, from a movie or TV show standpoint. And we've already seen the iron Patriot yeah. suit. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. All right, fellas. Well, this was super fun. Or unfortunately, this is going to time out. <laughs> but um, why don't you give everyone a, another rundown of where they can find you and, and when your show comes out and all that good stuff. Yeah, we are on social media at CBK Cast, and you can find uh, kind of all of our direct links on the Geekly Grind. We have a page on there, um, but we're mostly active on Twitter. Uh, and uh, we're pretty much on every podcast outlet uh apple podcast and spotify and all that good stuff so it's comic book keepers and we come out um we have an episode out every other wednesday and thanks so much for having us on yeah okay oh, oh it was thanks, our pleasure thanks man. for coming on uh once this is all over and you guys can actually be in the same room we have to come on and do a do a comic book movie with us yes yeah be absolutely because it won't it won't time out when there's just two people so. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay. Gotcha. No, I am so down for that. But yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. It was a real blast talking about all this stuff. Yeah, super fun. And so much, yeah, guys. let us know if there's a character that you would want to be on our show <laughs> that you'd want to oh, talk yeah, about. Absolutely. Yeah, hold we'll on. do some thinking. I'll get that list over to you. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Howard, that's done. Good. Oh, there we go. All right, fellas. <laughs> done. All right. Have a good one. All right, guys. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. All right, everyone. That was super fun. Be sure to follow the Comic Book Keepers on Twitter and all their other social media links they gave. They were really fun, guys. Definitely like to do another episode with them. Uh, if it seemed rushed at the end there, it's just because uh, we use Zoom to record a lot of these things, and it does time out, like if you don't have the paid one. But I have found other things, so we're going to try new things to, so we're, we don't have to worry about that. So I like uh, new things. Yeah, so we'll we'll uh, definitely have them on again, because that was super super fun and interesting. And I'm sure you'll see us on their show sometime. Sweet. Before we go, 
for full transparency here, that episode was filmed a, a week or so ago. Um, but yesterday, the highly anticipated and impatiently waited for by myself, Godzilla vs. <laughs> King Kong trailer came out. <laughs> I was... I was freaking out. Ben was at the movies seeing Wonder Woman when I was watching this, so I couldn't. He couldn't get my full reaction. Blowing up the phone. <laughs> but since it was such a big deal, we figured uh, let's record our thoughts to it. So we're we're uh, current. You're not hearing this like a week or two late. But Ben, since you're the least, you're the the lesser Godzilla fan out of this. Why don't you take take the wheel? I didn't know what to expect out of this because I've seen uh, what they've done in the past. Like the black and white ones I watched as a kid, and I was pretty excited about those. Um, and then whatever they tried to do uh, in recent years just hasn't wowed me. This one looks phenomenal, and it's a different twist, I guess. I've never seen one where there's a connection to a little child instead of an adult. And Oh, really? Uh, they do shit like that a lot, but usually it's like with Mothra. Yeah. Mothra will have these like, just... twins that nobody else can see. <laughs> right? So this one, um, and again, I, I haven't been the biggest fan of either creatures uh, growing up. Um, you know, I do appreciate them for what they are, uh, but I... I don't know who to who to be cheering for in this. Should I cheer for Godzilla because Godzilla is awesome, or should I cheer for King Kong because King Kong's awesome? Which one is more awesome? Uh, I don't know. The graphics look fantastic. Uh, I'm super excited to watch this movie, and hopefully, they turn my my attention to to something that uh, has never been turned to before. I want to see it. I'm excited for it, and I'm excited to watch Josh watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. Um... I definitely liked, I liked both movies, uh, all three movies. I liked Godzilla, and I liked Kong Skull Island, and um, King of the Monsters. I do kind of wish they were, like, blended a little. Um, so, this is this a, a different take from those two, or is it... No, these like, are all, just these are all connected. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. The Skull Island, I did enjoy. Yeah, Skull Island was set in the 70s to basically be like, he, he has time to get bigger, so he'll be bigger in the next one. But I do kind of blame Skull Island for, like, turning this a little bit. Like, I liked Godzilla. I didn't love it. Uh, I liked the design, and I really liked the way that it was filmed to be like it was real life. Like, it wasn't supposed to be like an action movie. It was supposed to be like, oh shit, like this is actually happening. And then once they did Kong, it Kong Skull Island kind of feels like they changed their mind numerous times while filming what type of movie they wanted it to be, and they kind of got pushed right. in the direction of making it more like funny and more like action adventure type of movie instead of like a serious. We found a fucking monster island, um, and then that kind of carried over into King of the Monsters. And that looks like it's carrying over to this, which I, I mean, I don't hate it. It's fine. Um, maybe these movies are better off being set in like a fantasy-esque world, like where it's an action-adventure movie. But I did like that element in the original Godzilla of it being like, no, this is real. Like a monster just came out of the fucking ocean and people are losing their minds. 
<laughs> with these movies, it's every, everyone's like, oh, what's going on with Godzilla? <laughs> it's like, I kind of still want everyone to be shitting their pants that monsters exist. I was watching this trailer, and uh, Godzilla was swimming, and he just slammed through a boat. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, not a boat. An <laughs> I, aircraft I, carrier. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh yeah, like an aircraft carrier, yeah. It was massive, and I'm like, oh my god. And I didn't, I I don't know the spin. Is Godzilla supposed to be a good guy? Is Godzilla? He's been a good guy this whole time. Yeah, they say something that something is making Godzilla act like this because he's been like the savior of the world for the last two movies. And I'm glad it is like, oh, somebody's doing something that's making Godzilla act this way because I was worried that that it was going to be now that. Godzilla is the king of the monsters, like how that last movie ended where he was just fucking like everyone was bowing to him. I was worried it was going to be Godzilla's a dickhead now. Like now he's like an egomaniac because he's in charge, you know what I mean? Like he's proven himself as the alpha, so now like he's kind of arrogant and he doesn't want to be dethroned by King Kong. But I'm glad it's more somebody else's, uh, because it looks great. Like that, that whole sequence where he's going through it, destroying the aircraft carrier, and then gets punched in the face and shit. Like, all of that the looks... The punch in the uh, face was phenomenal. Yeah, and then he pushes it back in the water. It looks great. Yeah. I think uh, maybe a little more tension building if we didn't have the uh, hip-hop, this is going to be a 12-round boxing match music startup. <laughs> like, maybe if we had some uh, like dramatic you know, cinematic orchestra music going on. Like, that would have seemed a little more intense. But they're they're pumping it up like Freddy versus Jason. (laughs) Yeah. I'm waiting to have, like, the Dana White fucking... It's gonna be round and round and round. But, no, it looks great. Um, If you do, like, pause it at certain moments, you do see hints at Mechagodzilla. That's definitely gonna be in this movie. But, yeah, I've been... uh, When the first Godzilla movie came out, I was, like... I was I was tracking that movie for like years online. Like I was so excited. I was checking all the time for like footage cuz they were very like they kept this short little trailer that they showed at a Comic-Con. They kept that fucker pulled off the internet for like over a year. Like nice. any time like all you could see was images to it. <laughs> but yeah, no. I'm excited the axe that King Kong has is definitely made out of a spike off of Godzilla's back. Uh, was that was yeah, a little that, spoiled by the toy line, but right in that scene where he's jumping up out of the water and Godzilla's blasting him, is that he's absorbing uh, the yeah Godzilla's the, the spine in the the axe head is made out of a spike off of Godzilla's back. So he, since that's what like right that's where like it, his spikes glow before he launches, so they like charge up. And create his atomic breath, so, so it's, like, attracted to it. Yeah. Which that's is, awesome. that's a good idea. Yeah, that, because that scene was great, and whoever thought of that just is a fucking genius. And the whole axe itself and it being made from Godzilla, like, that whole thing is brilliant, because they can't do what they did, like, in the original one to, um, like, counteract the fact that Godzilla had atomic breath. They had King Kong get struck by lightning, and then he had, like, electricity hands. <laughs> So they have they've worked around that. I'm wondering if there'll be a, like a little nod to it, like maybe he gets some like 
like electrical wires wrapped around his hand and punches him, gives him a little electro punch or something. But I mean, he was full on electrocuting Maybe, the shit uh, out of him in the original. <laughs> I read something yesterday that said that uh, King Kong can absorb electricity, like enough to to destroy a planet. Yeah, well, they did that. Yeah, so that's how it maybe. used to be. I don't think he's gonna like. I think that'll be pretty stupid if he has that power. But I'm also yeah. I'm also wondering we'll if see. that scene where he is jumping off and the axe is like absorbing it. I'm wondering if something has been altered out of that scene, like Godzilla's holding Mecha Godzilla or something, and then charging up the it axe could and then be he comes down and cuts his head off. It looks like he makes contact just before they cut out. Yeah. On that one, so. And they do that a lot in trailers. They'll, like, alter scenes to make it look like one thing's well, happening. of course they do. Um, especially with, like, CGI things. But, yeah. No. I thought it was great. Ben thought it was great. We can't wait to see it. I'm definitely going to see this in the theater. <laughs> uh, and you're taking me with you. This isn't going to be a, hey, Ben, I just went and watched this at the theater. I'm going to be like, no. You're going with me. <laughs> yeah, we got to do it on the show. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, so, yeah, just a nice little trailer recap. Didn't want to miss out on it because I'm so excited for it. Um, you can follow our show, FMBN Podcast, on Twitter. We're FMBN, the number four in the letter U, on Facebook and Instagram. You can get some of our sweet, sweet merch on T Public. Ben, what's T Public? T Public is tpublic.com forward slash FNBN and then click on the link and find our merch. We have some really cool stuff up right now. And I was able to alter the page when I did it on the laptop, so all of our merch is at the top now. Sweet. Yeah. Buy it all. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, Put our kids a- through college, damn it. Uh, oh, well, there's <laughs> an easier thing that people seem to be doing called buy me a coffee. Which is just like an easy way for someone oh, yeah. to throw a couple of bucks at you if they like what you do, instead of having to spend like 25 bucks on That's a t-shirt. Awesome. So uh, I think we'll we'll probably set one of those up. That way, if you know, if you want to help spend that type of cheddar on a, on a t-shirt, which is understandable, there's a ton of podcasts that we support, and I don't own a lot of their shirts, because sometimes T-Public's expensive, but um, yeah, maybe I'll set, <laughs> set up one because of those. Because life is expensive. <laughs> I did, uh, we got, we just got keychains and stickers from Sticker Mule, um, for that contest we just had, and we'll be doing another one shortly, and they sent me a survey, an email survey, and I was happy to give it, like, ten stars, and then it was like, uh, tell us what you liked about us, so I typed out a thing, and I was like, Public not only doesn't have free shipping, but they have shipping on every item you buy, even if you buy it all together, and that's annoying, you guys have free shipping on everything, so you're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so T Public, if you're hearing this, maybe throw some free shipping out there once in a while. Yeah, throw us a bone, son. Yeah, or let me buy my own shit without any uh, shipping, because it's uh, mine. Right? <laughs> or how about combined shipping for some shit? Yeah. Jesus, what if yeah, I, I want to buy like ten sweatshirts? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we will be back on Friday with another great episode. Uh, uh, yes, we will. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>